ready? I'm going to wing it, Art. But Five, I, I think I'm ready. Four, three, two, one. Good. Good morning, everybody. We're talking to you from the deck in the Northeast, and it's a beautiful, almost 70-degree day anticipated here today. Ron, what do you think about the weather? I think that if we were at the ocean uh, in Hawaii, it would not be much better to have a November Sunday in uh, Del Mar, New York, of this character is a testament to God and all that, all that he provides. And you're, you're, that was the voice of uh, Reverend Ron Hunt, uh, the growth mindset guru, and I am uh, Pastor Art Ware, and we are doing our, uh, I don't know how many, many, how many a session, but we've been we're, doing this now we're, since we're, March. We're on podcast 22. 22, okay. Uh, we're on our third book. We break it down. Right. Because our goal is to encourage people, and we were just talking about this, Art. Yeah. If you if you show someone a structure and allow their creativity to take off, their their future is limitless. And um, that is our goal in this life, is to inspire some people out in the community mm-hmm. to take to take the action of education. And education does not have to mean that you're getting a you know silvery degree from Harvard University, although those are very nice, oh, aren't we, we like those. Yeah. We, we, we don't have anything disparaging about those, but we want but, people to we want to meet people where they are, you know, and um, I'm my I my my handle, just so I don't forget to say it, is is uh, Powerwise Thinking Podcast, and and my goal in life is to take is to show people what their uh, motivation is, mm-hmm. to move them into motion, and to have that cause momentum. I call it the M to M to M process. M to M to M process. Kind of cool, right? It's very cool. Yeah, we, yeah. We, you got some really good sayings, Ron. And your 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 wisdom is 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 unmatched. No, I, I that, that's that's where that's where you're wrong, Art. Uh, my wisdom is matched. It's just that people don't share their wisdom in this life. Yeah, and that that's the real, that's the real shame of it. Yeah, well, your your ability to share your wisdom is unmatched. I'll take that. <laughs> so let, let's go. Let's go to someone else who shares wisdom. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, his name's got tons of it. His name is Evan Carmichael, mm-hmm. and I was just listening to him this morning. He's going through this uh, series on YouTube, where he's studying other brilliant entrepreneurs and breaking down their top fifty or hundred things that they've said or that they have written about. And he synthesizes that information for people. And he's kind of done that in a way in this book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, whenever you look at a chapter, and I know we're at um, page 86 today of right. the Y section. And I, we love the Y section so much it's become a second uh, episode. Yeah, but, yeah, that's, that's our purpose. But, but what he does at the beginning of each chapter, he gives us a quote of someone who is great in their own right. And, mm-hmm. and today he starts with Alfred Hitchcock. And he says, one of the greatest. The more the successful greatest. the villain, the more successful the, the picture. And this is really, really deep stuff, Art. Because well, he, you know, that, that takes me back to something, Ron, that I, I remember hearing people say at the Masonic Lodge. But a lot of our stuff in the Masonic Lodge is drama, and we do. You know, acting out and that kind of stuff, and uh, and uh, the the most popular part, the one that everybody wants to play, is the villain. Oh, and it's it's such an interesting role to take on, isn't it? 
because because we all try to be so good in life and, and to and to to be more like Jesus mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it's it's kind of attractive to see what shades and variations of uh, negativity and evil look like so that we can come up with the arguments to combat it I, I think that's where you were going yeah so you're, very, very, you're right on the money. So, so what Evan wants us to do this week, and this is this is really, really kind of a cool, cool process, mm -hmm. is you're going to have to make a list of the people who've hurt you the most, yeah. and what qualities they have, and how it made you feel. Because if you can't do that, and you can't you can't accept it on some level and forgive them either in the corner of your deck art. You don't, if, if someone's truly evil or truly damaged and you can't forgive them face to face, you can forgive them to yourself. Right. And, and yeah. that is really, really where you can start healing from. And I, and I tell you a technique that I have used uh, is to do what you said, um, write it down on a piece of paper uh, and get as close to the person as possible you know, maybe, you know, go to their front yard or go to their grave site or whatever and uh, just say, I forgive you and just tear the paper paper up and, you know, I've had people, dispense of it. I mean, I've, it's, I've a, people, it's, a, it's a technique that releases your faith. I've had, I've had people burn it afterwards. Yeah, you that, do that too. That yeah, is yeah. very powerful. Yep, yep, yep. It's, it, it's a release. Absolutely. And then you can go on after that. I, I think that's really what we're looking for. And what this does... This serves to remind us of what the opposite emotion that we want to feel is. Mm -hmm. If someone is hateful, we want to feel love. If someone is... You Spiteful? Know, I, yep, yep. Unforgiving? Yep, yep. Or, or intense all the time? Yep. All those things are... You know, I had, a, I had a boss once and she just... You know, for various reasons, she did not like men. So my employer decided to put her in charge of 50 men. Um, that didn't work out so great for, for, for the men. She didn't seem to mind. But, uh, of course not. <laughs> but, but that taught me lessons. man torture heaven. <laughs> that taught me lessons of how to deal with difficult people. So there's always... Redeeming value. There's always a redeeming value, mm -hmm. even in these most negative situations. Yes. Yes. You just got to look for it. And that's the hard part. Yeah. And by writing Sometimes it... Sometimes you don't want to look for it. Of course, because it's easier. To just to, to it. Right. And this, this, is what we need, this is what Evan wants us to turn away from. So by acknowledging it, by committing it to paper, by burning it or ripping mm -hmm. it up... Mm -hmm. We've all we've also looked at the alternative, and that's how we want to live our life going forward, and that's why this is so powerful. Yeah, no, there's an incentive to push us there; otherwise, we, would, we, we wouldn't be doing it. So, uh, he he talks about chunking after this. How would we get there? And by putting it in a ten-year time frame, I, I know that Tony Robbins always said we always underestimate. We always overestimate what we can do in a year, but underestimate what we can do in 10 years. So by actually having goals, again, 
We haven't talked about goal setting with Evan Carmichael. We've talked about it with other other yeah, authors. Yeah, Canfield and those guys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Canfield's huge, mm-hmm. <laughs> huge goal setter. Yeah, I've got a whole list of stuff on my uh, wall. Show, 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 me, show me your goals, and I'll show you your bank account. You know, and, and there's some truth to that. And you've got to have some goals. Yeah. So, so by setting these goals for where you want to be, Opposite all these negative emotions. I'm going to say to people that are out there that may be new to this and hearing this, uh, the number one thing to do is to write them down. I mean, if you can just write it down, eventually those things that you wrote down and keep up with it, you know, someplace in your drawer or, you know, on the side of the refrigerator or someplace where you know where you can find it. Uh, bathroom mirror. Mm-hmm, bathroom mirror. Any place where you can find it. If you can just write it down, you're on your way to achieving those things. And it's not just the actions. We need to circle in and hone in on those emotions. Mm-hmm. Because here, here are the big ones. Guilt, rejection, grief, loneliness, failure, embarrassment, shame. Mm-hmm. We've all felt those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, those are daily. <laughs> but those, those are ones that we can, if we acknowledge them and, and don't let our subconscious take control of us. We, we, can, we can work on that opposite emotion. And we can do it, we'll, once we start doing it, it becomes surprisingly easier over time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, let's, do you have any thoughts on that, Art? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on it. I mean, I, 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 one of these days I'm gonna have some disagreements with you, but right now, we're, you know, as usual, we're, we're on the same page. Uh, so let's, let's J.P. Morgan said, no problem can be solved until it is reduced to some simple form. Yeah. So I, I sat down and I, I did this exercise and I said, I want to help people feel the pride, there's that emotion, of overcoming something traumatic. Whether it's physically traumatic, like, like I had, or emotionally traumatic, like so many of us have had in relationships and other, uh, other pieces of our life. Yeah. So we can, o- we can overcome even insurmountable injuries and emotional injuries with the growth mindset art. Growth mindset, that, there, we, there we go with that word again. And that, there, there's some, somebody on, uh, in this discussion this morning, that's their title, growth mindset guru. So yeah, that's, that's, that's us, that's what, that's what the power-wise thinking is about. Well, this changes uh, people's trajectories. Yes. And once you change the tra- trajectory, you're walking towards your goals. So it, it, uh, it sounds simplistic, it's, it's doesn't it? Like, it's like a rubber band, too. You know, you say once you stretch a rubber band out, it never goes back to its original shape. And once you get these goals and you start walking toward them, you're never, you know, you're, 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 on, your way to, to, you're on your way to gaining ground. And you're never going to be uh, the same because you've got new ground. Oh, absolutely. So let's, let's look at a couple types of pain. Okay. Um, and how different people who, are, who we now consider gurus and huge successes had, had to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Brene Brown had to deal with rejection, grief, loneliness, failure, embarrassment, shame, especially shame. She's big on shame. Hurt feelings, jealousy, and trauma. That's a, that's a heck of a list, Art. That is, that is a uh, monumental list. That's an all-star <laughs> list. So how did she go, how, what was her plan? Well, um, you know, that, that's, that's the other thing. 
is once you put goals down, then you start to develop the plan. And that's, that's uh, there's always, you know, a need to, you know, matriculate, you know, a, uh, a process to get it from point A to point B. Right. So this is, this is, this is the way, this is what happened. When she came up with her plan and everyone she, she talked to told her it'll never work. So, and she's, and uh, so she gave a TED talk. And she was a professor at the time, and her classes weren't well attended. But she gave a TED talk and then crawled into bed for three days because she was embarrassed that she admitted that she felt all these emotions. Mm. And maybe 50 people would see it. Well, it turned out to be six million in, in a week. So that became a book, and that became a course, and her department expanded um, exponentially at the University of Texas. And who would have thought that talking about shame and the struggle that almost every woman goes through, and you see how she niched down there? Because, Art, I mean, you and I have felt shame. We, all humans do. But by speaking to to a subset, well, she, yeah. she she got women to buy in it and say, me too. It empowered her. And, and once they did, they could write it down. And they could, they could acknowledge that, yes, this is a part of life, but it's not going to control me. So let's go, let's go to Oprah Winfrey. Uh, we talk, now, we talked about her last week, uh, all the all tree. things <laughs> that, that had happened to her in her upbringing uh, and wearing the, I guess, Sacks and it's called Sack Girl and all that, and so and raped by family. And that that reminds me of something that happened last night. You know, we had a vice president that that elect that gave a speech, accepting, you know, his 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 uh, his new role as her new role and her new role, vice president and and the former vice president and the and set for, the, senator senator Harris and the uh, vice president elect. Yes. Senate Vice President Biden has experienced substantial loss. Oh my goodness! And uh, you know, not only did he lose um, a significant part of his family in an automobile accident, but he also lost his son because uh, of cancer. So, so there's something about a humble spirit that you know. You know, it does something to you in terms of, you know. Um, uh, making you um, less uh, um, arrogant, but more, you know, accepting in, in terms of your, your thought process and mindset, accepting of, 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 of other people that might be going through or that or other things. So it's, it's nice to see that in our leader that has that kind of connection because the one we had didn't have, did not have that. And I wasn't going to I wasn't going to go down this rabbit hole, but here we are the day yeah, after we don't, we don't the day after that. art. But there there was um, I've studied um, both candidates, and um, the vice president elect, soon to be president, has reached out to everybody he knows who goes through a traumatic incident, or whose family member is in, uh, you know, a medical condition. And he calls each single one of them. And he, this, this is a way of leading through love. And uh, it's a, it's a I don't care if you're red, you're blue, or you're green. 
Right. I, I, I think I, he means it when he says it. Uh, you could not. You could not lead with your heart like that if it wasn't in your heart. Correct. Right. It's something's been. It's been placed there. It's placed there for good. And, and that gives me a lot of hope for the. It does. For, for it the does. world. It does. It does. So let's 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 go back. Let's, let's go, go back on, to every car, Michael. We can get yeah. We can, we can get really sidetracked on that one. Yep. So we're we're going to create our ideal target persona based on what we don't like in the in our in the villains that we've met in our life what mm -hmm. we're going to change about that mm -hmm. and how we're going to teach them so it's kind of kind of kind of this this is with the meat of it so how do we figure that out we, we we go we take out a worksheet or a piece of paper and we we put it down on paper and then remember we said that Brene Brown marketed to women right you know so let's niche it down. You know, maybe I should only be helping entrepreneurs who've already started a comp company. Because that, that learning curve is really, really hard. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't make it the first two years. Right. But if they make it the first two years, they've got a shot. And they already know what they should do, but they're, they're usually bogged down by all, all these subconscious thoughts of shame and guilt and you know, inability to get things done and letting that e first email in the morning sidetrack them for what they need to do that morning. So maybe that's my market. And that's where I've been trying to promote myself to. To people who already know what they want. Because this getting to where you want, this is the hardest part. And once you do that, you're already from motion, from momentum, I'm sorry, from motivation mm -hmm. into motion. Yeah, and, and it's, momentum will pick up eventually. And we talk about walking towards your goals. People are, have already taken a few steps towards their goals, even if they feel stuck right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, Art, what, what is your ideal target persona? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's more, more so um, marketing and targeting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you want to help people save money mm -hmm. so that they can spend money on what they need to do. Right, instead of, like, for instance, in energy efficiency, which is one of my, one of our podcasts that we do, and one of my, exactly, one of my passions, uh, I've been at that for over 20 years. And, uh, you know, why pay all that money when you don't have to to the utility? Where right. you could make your plant uh, your uh, operations more efficient uh, and siphon that off to pay for those efficiencies and then once you get those paid for you plow that back into you know human capital or some other way you know that your company is now you know more productive overall isn't that that's my goal isn't that funny you save people money so they can spend money on the things that they need to spend them on right and I save people time Mm -hmm. So they have more time to spend them on the things that people need mm -hmm. to spend them mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and this is this is the journey of any entrepreneur, any businessman. You're either getting people to walk towards a goal or away from pain, and that's 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 really really it. And you really need to think about which one you want to do for your customers, for your ideal avatar.
And to do that, you need to become a leader. And um, it's a good time to talk about Howard Schultz. He was the head of Starbucks. And uh, I don't know if we've told this story before, Art, but uh, he's in a uh, corporate meeting every year. You've got an annual event where you tell, we made a million dollars, and we opened three stores, and you know, our and we sent 10,000 10, employees to college. Pretty cool. One of, one of the shareholders got up and said, you know, I don't want, I don't want you talking about, I want you to come talk about coffee. I don't want you to talk about uh, LGBT. Hmm. And uh, Howard Schultz said, you know, uh, our employees are our company. And we've got a lot of employees who are LGBT. So we are going to talk about it. And if you don't like that, there are many other companies you can invest in. So how do you think that all of his employees felt that day when, when that speech got out? They probably felt pretty good. And they all, show, they all showed up to work for the next month. <laughs> they, uh, productivity was high and uh, absenteeism was down. So did it cost him something? Yeah, it could have cost him a shareholder. Yeah. But he created, his, his company took off after that. So it's the little things because he had a belief in his employees that uh, even if he didn't share that one value, his employees did and he was going to respect that. That's right. That's right. And I think that's, that's another example we can share with uh, our fellow Americans today. We just need to start respecting each other and listening to each other and caring about each other's needs and we can prosper. And, you know, and, and, and say to a large extent what's on your heart if you know, certainly if your heart is, is solid and good enough, it, it's going to be, it's going to resonate with other people. Sure. Let's say um, Evan talks about um, someone who is addicted to drugs. And uh, then, then he gave up drugs, but he became a food addict. He's got an addictive personality. But how many people out there can this man help who were addicted to drugs? I used to do it with people who were smoking. Because people who smoked cigarettes would segue into food or alcohol or some other vice. Yeah, a lot of times people smoke because they're afraid they're going to use that nervous energy to eat. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's the great, it was one of the greatest, and everyone, almost everyone I talked to when I, when I, when I was helping people with that, it was because it reduced their stress. They were afraid of the person they would become. In some way, would they yell at their their spouse? Would they, you know, yell at their kids? Something like that. Instead, they went outside and had a cigarette. Or the working mother who had seventy five things to do, that calmed her down. That, that the chemicals and and the action of taking five minutes, you can take that five minutes to meditate instead. So, if you can do that, if you can speak to smoke, smokers, or you can speak to someone who who drinks too much, because you were there. This is Evan's point. You have that unique experience. You might not be all the way gone yet uh, to your goal because it's a 10-year goal, but you can help people stop smoking or drinking too much or gambling. The right. big, I used to say the big three. So Evan had a huge concussion. Uh, he was on tour. Uh, it was his wife's, his, his wife was new to America and she hadn't seen much of America. so. Evan started on a book tour, and they went to a couple cities, and they were having a great time. Not, and uh, then he 
He fainted, he passed out in his chair, fell over, hit the front of his head against the wall, and then the back of his head on the baseboard. Yeah, don't you just know that that's not good. And out of the blue, while he was in the hospital, he got a, he got a message in his phone by someone named Michael Edwards. And Michael Edwards is known as the concussion man. And Michael Edwards gave him the framework of what he needed to do to get out of the bed and on with life. Because he had lived it. So who would think this was a business? It was a calling that became a business. Mm -hmm. Those are the yeah, best you, businesses, Art. You don't, you don't uh, go to high school, get a high school diploma, and say, I'm going to go into being a concussion man, right? It's, uh, it comes from experience. Yep. Uh, Michael had had four concussions and laid out the entire path for him. And, and he followed it. Um, so Evan decided that he was going to devote his life to entrepreneurs after that because he had struggled. We talked earlier in the, in, in, in the episodes about yeah, that. About, yeah, <clears throat> about him using that as motivation uh, to, to as a matter of fact, that was one of the things that uh, really uh, put him on this path. And, and one of the things in, on Michael's, Michael's pathway was meditation. And it's not the first time we've talked about uh, taking a few minutes to meditate, Art. Uh, whether whether you're studying scripture, mm -hmm. whether 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 I'm on an exercise bike, yeah. Time with yourself is just amazingly creative time for almost all of us. So if we can start it in small ways, people who tell me they can't meditate, I tell them to take a walk. And once, you, once you're five minutes into the walk, take a look around. Take a look at the trees. See if you can see any birds. Feel the air. You're starting to meditate, Art. Yeah. You're, you're starting to you know, get off of yourself and out of yourself into what's around you. So Evan uh, credits Michael with teaching him to meditate, which he credits directly to beginning to heal. Because the brain, on the subconscious level, and there, there's, there's science behind this, we'll talk about another day, Art. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Helped his physical start to heal. And it's just, then we just get to the point where we need to tell our story. And from other, other books we've reviewed, Art, how do we tell our story in 2020? We tell it on Facebook. Right. In, in, in the modern vernacular, we use social media. Social media. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn, YouTube. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. And hopefully Twitter gets to be, go back to being a little e bit even, more. Even Pinterest is, is becoming quite... Uh, oh, interesting, Art. I, because I, because uh, you can do the storyboards on, on there. And you, put, you post... People like pictures. I, I and that's a picture archival place. I, I remember when we, we were teaching the success principles where I, I turned Jack Kins Canfield's vision boards into Pinterest boards for a group of gentlemen, and they went wild on that. Uh, whenever That's I, it, well, I know two of them, would do, you know, that was because one was a uh, an engineer and the other one was a computer person. So they, yeah, they were they were they were they were all over it. And whenever I teach a new subject now, I always start a new Pinterest board, 
So there's a Pinterest board on weddings, there's a Pinterest board on entrepreneurship, there's a Pinterest board on uh, growth mindset. There's always, and there's know, one on menopause you, art. You, you, <laughs> oh yeah, you, you just did one, uh, what is it, an uh, eight-week course, a nine-week course? Oh, it was, it was a long course, but uh, it, I help people around the world with their menopausal symptoms. And I'm still, I, I'm still doing that because it's out there on the internet. You know, uh, there are people that, in my office that use Pinterest because I, I think they have a, a recipe section. Sure, you and can. They, they sure. Look, it's for discovering new recipes or new ways to enhance the recipes that they already have. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a way, it's a way of sharing what you have and learning new things. Correct. So that that's really. And it's a community building board. So we're finishing up the why section, Art. I, I really yeah, this has been a great section, and uh, you know I've just been really, really uh, blessed by some of the things that I've learned in here, and, so, and and a lot of it, like you said earlier, is it's it's stuff that uh, happened to people, and they start to you know memorialize it and put it into some kind of framework, so they because they want to help others with it. They've learned enough to. Frame it for, so other for others can you can use some of the wisdom that they've gained. Back in the day, you would have to sit down, produce a manuscript over a period of years, find an editor, find a publisher. It could be five or ten years. You can you can actually go from researching to editing to producing a course now in a matter of weeks. Art. So you can go from you you can be the most amazing champion for others. Who are walking the path that you have walked, and that is your superpower. I want to tell you a quick story, a quick anecdote. You remember the book, What Colors Your Parachute? Yes. The, the way that book came about is, was serendipitously like what you're talking about here. Um, the, 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 the person that, that wrote it um, put together a series of pamphlets and things where he had done workshops uh, because uh, in this particular church, I think it was the Lutheran church, I'm not certain of the, con of the uh, denomination, but they, they laid off a lot of, lot of ministers and he was one of them. And as a result, um, he started to, to catalog what he was doing, how to, how to fix his resume up and how to do interviews and how to you know, uh, look and write down job descriptions. And over time, all of those skills that he kind of put down, uh, people were asking him to send them to him. Send, you know, send us a copy of your resume. Send us a copy of your, you know, what you did for the job description that you were doing and, and, the, and, and all these things. And ultimately, the pamphlets became chapters and the chapters became books. And that's how the What Colors Your Parachute uh, came about. Now his son uh, is Gary Bowles, a good friend of mine, and there, there's this training program in Silicon Valley called Singularity University. And guess who's at the ham as the uh, chair of the future of work and how they train and how they, you know, one of the you know, many uh, areas of, of training, Gary, and Gary grew up with his dad on the of his dad and uh, understands work better than anybody. I mean, he, he swear to God, has got three, four mass or uh, PhDs, only because of this training he got from his father, and only because 
you know, a person decided to catalog, as you were saying earlier, his processes. And those that, hap- that came because people were asking him to provide them to him. And this is, the, this is the best lesson I can give anyone today. Next week, we're going to start breaking into how you tell your story. But just by accumulating little bits of material that you're writing and producing on social media and keeping them in a file, you have the compilations of your first book. And how easy is that? I've, I've had courses where you do the course by going live for five days and then editing it. it you learn along the process and, you, and you, it gets better. The whole secret is to get into motion in this life art. And if we can... My, my can favorite do, word? Momentum. If we, if we, if we, get if, mo, if, get if, mo moving. If we have, if we haven't convinced you that you have your gift yet, go out and buy this book. Do the exercises. You will have found your gift, and you will be started on your mission. Art. I, I'm, art, I'm artware, and mine is the uh, Powerwise Thinking podcast. I'm, I'm the growth mindset guru. And it's an honor to be with you this day. Absolutely. It's an honor to be with you as well, Ron.